Good morning. Welcome to a taste of halacha, practical Jewish living from the abridged version of the Code of Jewish Law. Chapter 2, The Laws of Washing One's Hands. Today we say how the first action that our body should be involved with is the ritual washing of their hands, netilat yadayim. Now historically this was something that the Kohanim, the priests would do prior to beginning a day of service. But in a sense, all of us are Kohanim. The Torah calls us all a nation of priests, Mamlechet Kohanim. And therefore, before we begin a day, a day that is, please God, full of mitzvot, and the way we interact with the world is primarily through our hands. That's what touches everything. Therefore, we elevate this experience by washing our hands first, beginning a day of service. The Shulchan Aruch gives a second reason for this hand washing as well, and that is while a person is sleeping, tradition says part of their neshama departs from their body. In its absence, whenever you have a vacuum or a void, there is a unclean spirit, ruach tuma, that enters the body, and this gets rinsed away when we wash our hands. And that is the reason why this washing of the hands is done in a particular manner, alternating between the right and left hand differently than when we do the hand washing before bread because this alternating is specifically done in order to remove this ruach hatuma, the spirit of impurity. It's so important to do so that tradition says we shouldn't even walk four amot, which is between six and eight feet, prior to doing the morning hand washing. If one has no choice, they can walk to the bathroom, but you'll notice in many homes they will put a washing cup and a little a bucket right by the bed to allow the individual the opportunity to do netilat yadayim right away. How do we do it? Any mitzvah is first done with your dominant hand. And therefore, you wash you wash your right hand first, but even more than that, you pick up the cup with your right hand, then transfer it to your left hand, and then begin writing, washing your right hand. Um, you should also, in the morning, rinse your mouth. All of this is done prior to any blessing, so by the time we say God's name in a bracha, our mouth has been rinsed out. When we do the hand washing, it is important that it happens from a cup. It shouldn't just be underneath a sink. Um, even if the sink has automatic sensors, still it's better to use a cup and what is called human effort, koach gavra, while washing your hands. If one is near a ocean or a lake and does not have a cup, it is actually better to dip your hands inside of the water. If you do that, the bracha is no longer al-nitilat yadayim, which is the blessing over rinsing your hands. It actually becomes al-tvilat yadayim, according to many opinions. The general order in the morning will be that we try to wash our hands as soon as possible. Again, we're not supposed to walk more than six feet beforehand. We're also not supposed to touch our mouth, our nose, our eyes, ears, or any food prior to washing our hands. Afterwards, we'll typically go to the bathroom and we'll get dressed. And it is after we are dressed, when we are probably by more like the kitchen sink or another sink in the house, where we wash our hands a second time, this time fully dressed, this time after showering or at least washing out our mouth, at this point, here is when you make the bracha, asher kedishano, b'mitzvaysa v'tzivano, al netilas yadaim. Now, there are some times where one will wake up, but will not make the bracha of nitilat yadayim. They will still wash their hands, but do so without the blessing, such as when you take a nap, or if an individual was actually up the entire night, in those instances, 
Yes, you will wash your hands, but do so without a blessing. And just as we mentioned, one of the reasons for washing our hands is after we've had this little brush with death, 160th of our soul leaving us, Similarly, there are other times where we come in contact with a dead body or even have part of our vitality leave us where tradition says it's best to wash our hands, though again, without a blessing. Some of these examples are after getting a haircut, after cutting our nails, after going to the bathroom, after having intimate relations, and after going to a funeral or coming in contact with a dead body. In each of these instances, we should also wash our hands alternating between right and left, but do so without a bracha. When we wash our hands, we should ideally do it up until the wrist. If we don't have enough water, we can do it up until our knuckles. It also says that we should not use this water for any other purpose. Again, that's not a big deal today. It goes down the drain. But just imagine in times of old where it was very common to recycle water, and Jews, even when they had a limited amount of water, Nitilat yadaim, beginning your day of a, as a Jew, washing your hands in preparation for a day of mitzvot, that was seen as something vital, important, even if it meant another trip of schlepping water, this is what Jews have done for thousands of years. And so in chapters 1 and 2, we've seen a common denominator, and that is, the day begins not about what I need, but what I am needed for. The Modani expresses the fact that God has faith in me, in giving me another day that I will accomplish my mission, the hand-washing along the same theme, I'm beginning a day of service, a day of mitzvot, a day to make an impact on the world. <laughs> Thank you.